Hey there, welcome to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You're going to hear inspiring stories of men and women who are embracing their top five Clifton strengths in all kinds of ways. You'll be encouraged to understand more about what's so great about you. Learn how knowing, developing, and living more moments using your strengths can bring you joy and purpose in your life. I'm your host, Barbara Colwell. Hi there. I'm so excited for you to hear from our next guest, Lori Joyner. As you listen to these episodes, I really want you to have on the back of your radar the idea that when you receive your top five Clifton strengths, they're really like your talents. The more you put time and effort and energy into them, then they become your strengths. In this episode, you'll hear from Lori how she talks about years of investing in, studying, practicing, and Taking advantage of opportunities has given her just the joy of using her strength of communication. You're going to be encouraged and inspired as you listen to her. Welcome, Lori. Hi there. I am so excited for you to meet my next guest, Lori Joyner. I first met Lori years ago while we were both involved in campus ministry with Crew. She's been a go-getter from the get-go. I love her enthusiasm and fervor that she brings to everything she does. When I first heard about how she taught body combat classes and eagerly engaged with the folks that showed up early in the morning class, I thought, wow, Lori is something. She is an author and speaker and a cheerleader to everyone she knows. You are in for a treat to hear from Lori today. So glad to have you with us today, Lori. Thank you. I'm thrilled to be here. This is really fun. Well, why don't you start by telling us a little bit about you, where you are, what you do, and about your family? Absolutely. Well, I live in Katy, Texas, which if you're not familiar with the Texas area, it is 30 minutes west of Houston. And I always say I'm married into Katy because my husband was building a home here already when we met at church. We actually met in our singles uh, Bible study at church there in Houston. And um, we've been married for 15 years and we have two sons, uh, Jake, who's in the fifth grade and Josh in the seventh grade. And so I am full time am a minister. I run a ministry called Lori Joyner Ministries which is a nonprofit 501c3. And I've just dedicated um, my time, talent, energy, everything I've got into helping women grow in their relationship with God and then helping those women disciple and mentor the next generation of women. So I speak a ton. I write blog posts, magazine articles, Bible studies. Uh, They're sold across Amazon, across my website, LoriJoinerMinistries.org. And so really, um, that's my full-time work is just getting to love on women and helping them grow. And then, of course, I you mentioned I've got that side hustle. Um, I've always been in group fitness. I mean, I'm a people person. So I know some people like to go like put on their shoes and run outside on their own. And that's not me. I don't want I don't really prefer to be alone in anything. Right. So even when it comes to exercise, I'm in the gym with other women or men, whatever, and working out. And so I began to teach group fitness classes because I'm like, well, if I'm going to be here, I might as well get paid for it. And um, so that's kind of become my fun money over the years. 
Oh, that's great. Oh, well, why don't you tell us your top five talents with um, Strength Finders and what what your strength journey has looked like? Absolutely. Well, my top five, number one is communication. Number two, positivity. Number three, includer. Number four, maximizer and achiever. And I didn't really understand just the Strength Finders world until you, Barbara, taught our group about it. We, we ordered the book. We took the test online. And the incredible thing was I, I never saw my strengths laid out like they were within the book. I didn't even think positivity was a strength. I didn't think includer was a strength. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see, I just didn't know that those were in the realm of strengths. I thought, you know, you're either like an intellect or you had a high emotional IQ, or maybe you're just a people person or you're task oriented, but I just never really knew the definitions. And once I guess the scales fr- fell from my eyes and I saw, wow, me being positive is not just a, a bonus. This is like uh-huh. who I am. And I was like, yes, I was reading of the point pages. And I'm sure many of your audience, they'll, they'll read those descriptions and they'll think, yes, th- th- this is me. But they never really saw that as their strength. And so it was eye-opening and it, it has helped serve me so much. Even when I make decisions, I think, okay, this really plays to my strengths. I should probably move forward in this. And so absolutely reading my top five, understanding that about me, I've embraced them in my, I'll say, well, this is my strength, positivity. I think some people are like, what? (laughs) Because they don't know, they haven't taken the test. You know, I'm like, no, yes, this is, this is, this is what I bring to the table. And, um, and so it's just been wonderful when, when you taught our group and we had to go through the strength finders book and process it has absolutely served me and helped propel me even into the, the work I do today. Oh, I just love hearing that. I know. I think a lot of the, um, the terms are so, they're so basic and integral to who people are. And as it was designed when um, Don Clifton made, compiled all that information and the questions to, to figure out what is really great about people and how can we focus on their strengths and not the things that are bad about them or weaknesses. And so I think it is refreshing, like you said, to, to see, um, you know, like harmony is my top strength and it's like, Oh yeah, I really value that. And I care about that. And so I love just how clear and direct these top 34 talents are. Mm -hmm. Well, um, like I mentioned, there's 34 talents in the strength finder, um, system and they're they're divided they can be divided up into different quadrants and one of them is called the connect quadrant that has talents that help um, people to sustain relationships and develop relationships over time one of your one of those talents in that quadrant is the communication talent which is like you said your number one talent so um, tell us a little bit about communication and what that looks like for you. And I think it's sort of basic to even to think about communication, like someone that can tell stories or craft messages or be clear about communicating something. I've, I've heard sometimes it's like, it can be in your writing, not necessarily your speaking, but 
someone that just puts thoughts and feelings to words easily. And I love it when I'm with someone that that does that because they they really give life and vision to things and make it clear for other people. So tell us a little bit about your communication strength. Absolutely. I think communication, it really shows up in every area of my life, Barbara, good and bad. Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, It shows up all over. I mean, first of all, it is how I make a living. It is at the heart of my work. Um, First and foremost, I have a degree in speech communication from the University of North Texas. And so I studied this in a formal way, not just in a kind of a backhanded way, but in a very formal way. And I was on my junior high, high school and college speech and debate teams. So speaking and communicating, uh, even quick on your feet, kind of some of these tournaments they had, um, you know, different types of events you could enroll in that you had to like think off the top of your head formulate ideas quickly, communicate them clearly. It's just something I've really been doing since junior high. And even now it is literally how I make a living. So one of the things I think my favorite part of communicating is just speaking. Mm -hmm. I, with Lori Joyner Ministries, I'm asked to speak in many different realms. I MC events uh, fundraising events, donor events, appreciation events. I'll emcee those things, or I'll be asked to be the keynote speaker at some of those events. Um, for example, there was a ministry here in Katy called neighborhood kids. It's, it's a real outreach to children. And, and they knew of me and they said, Lori, we just need a speaker, um, that could bring an encouraging message about what we do. And so I was able to go see their ministry firsthand. I I went to some of their backyard Bible clubs and and understood what they did and then crafted a message around that that I could give to a huge luncheon that they had here in Katy. Um, I think my favorite thing is doing women's retreats uh, and seminars. Um, I have five different prepackaged retreats that churches can, can look through and think, oh, I want her Simplify Retreat. And I'll head out with my, I've already, you know, made the talks and and given them each a little test run. And I love communicating those things and being paid for it is nice. So I I love the fact that I'm I'm getting paid for something that I find naturally easy and highly enjoy. Um, It also really shows up in writing. Now, I, people will be like, um, oh, Lori, you know, uh, you're such a, a deep uh, or, or a good writer, you must have these deep, you know, thoughts and intellect. And I'm like, uh, no, not, not really. Uh, I just want to communicate this message in another form. And so I will write something like a Bible study, let's say on a very basic topic, just because I want somebody else to be able to use it with somebody else. So I'm not like journaling and pontificating my thoughts for hours. It's really more that idea of giving somebody something they can use with somebody else that they may mentor. And then writing a blog post uh, monthly, writing newsletters to my, do- to my donors, uh, writing magazine articles. I really love uh, communicating in all forms and I always write and speak, uh, Barbara, to action. I'm, I'm not just trying to give you information. I'm typically writing to compel you to do something. 
Right. You know, to compel you to mentor somebody, to to compel you to maybe grow in your walk with the Lord, open up that Bible and read it, or to compel you to, let's say, donate to this ministry I'm the keynote speaker for. So mm-hmm. a lot of my speaking has to do with ending up in an action place. But um, but that's how communication shows up. But here's the here's the downside. It it shows up with my kids because they they say I, I over explain everything. <laughs> yeah, right. I don't just say pick up your shoes, right? That would be simple. No, no, it's I need you to pick up your shoes because when you leave your shoes out right there, see I'm gonna trip upon them or <laughs> the dog could chew them. Yeah, yeah, or yeah. Your daddy Yeah, or your daddy gets mad and hey, we're gonna take care of those shoes because well, hard earned money bought those shoes. They're like mom. You could have just said, pick up your shoes, mm-hmm. but I have to feel like I'm going to overly communicate and be super clear about what I'm trying to say. And so I do feel like sometimes there's a little bit of a drawback. Even my husband will say, I think you could have said what you just said in two <laughs> minutes, but instead you took 30 and I'm like, well, I needed to leave no stone unturned. I needed mm-hmm. to make sure you completely understood Right. So yeah, it it comes out in good and bad in my life. Well, I know that um, they say a lot of times your top strength can really bleed into your other ones. And I think you've kind of referred to that a little bit, but can you elaborate on that of how you've seen it like enhance your other talents that you have? Absolutely. You know, I, when I learned about positivity, um, I, was shocked to read that that was a strength and I clearly saw it in my life and I really use it just to help other people. Um, I'm, I'm looking at my book right here and some things that I highlighted years ago when I first read this, it says um, a positive person is generous with praise. They're quick to smile. They always look for the positive in the situation. It's so funny because people throughout my life have said, Lori, your class is not half full. It's running over with, you know, I've always seen things like uber positive. Yes, I agree. Now I'm like, wow, for reals. And it says, um, you know, others just wish their glass was as full as yours seems to be, but people want to be around you and you give off this vibe. It's just good to be alive. I will tell you, Barbara, I had a friend call me the other day and she was really down. I mean, the work wasn't going well for her. She was in a new town. She felt lonely. She, there was a lot of different issues just, you know, going on in her life. And I'm talking dark. Uh-huh. And I thought to myself, okay, I've got multiple options here, right? I can begin to problem solve with her. Well, let's just get you involved in a church. Well, let's just, let's just get you some marketing to help your business. Okay, so there's problem solving. I could have wallowed with her, right? I know it's so crappy. I mean, COVID's got everything shut down and life's a crapshoot and here's all my problems. Yeah. But I thought I have a gift to give. Mm -hmm. I'm actually a positive person. And I believe that is what she needs right now. So I just felt like I took a syringe and pumped some positivity into her, not fake positivity, but just begin to turn this corner with her of 
things are actually not so bad. Let's look at the things that are going well for you. Let's capitalize on those things and look at this strength you have. And you know what? You know, this is just a blip on the radar. This is not your whole life. And I began to turn that corner. I will tell you, she texted me later and she said, that was exactly what I needed. Mm. The other things, maybe they could have helped, but I just knew I'm the positive person. She can troubleshoot with somebody else. She can wallow in her pity with somebody else. But I've got the positivity piece. I think about, I was on a call with a bunch of my um, colleagues from the YMCA. And our boss was asking us, you know, give, give one thing that you would describe going through COVID during this time. Okay. Now, of course, a lot of the people had difficult time, right? I mean, right. it has been difficult. So the, the whole call was, I felt kind of headed in a sad direction. And I have the strength of communication and I need to use it carefully, right? I can derail this call as well. I can take us into a sad place with my communication. But I thought, what would be most helpful to my, to my director? For me to derail this thing? For me to have this horrible pity party? Because heck, I, I mean, I had things that were a bummer during COVID. Mm-hmm. But I decided to use positivity. And you know what I said? I said, you know what? If I'm going to go through COVID at any time in history, I'd rather it be right now where I've got Zoom and email and go to meeting and all these electronic things that I can actually still stay connected to people. Right. I mean, I'm really glad this didn't happen when I was in college because when I was in college, there was no Zoom. I didn't have an email address. There's no go to meeting. Heck, I wasn't even on the internet, you know? And so I just thought, I... I can help my director. I can help this call. I can, with my little few minutes here, I can actually turn it in a different positive direction. And so that's just an example of how I've seen positivity play in with communication and just also help people. Yeah, that's great. I love that. Well, um, I know like when we think of someone like on on, in full steam, like with all top of their top five talents, um, they could, it could be said like they're their best self or um, maybe like their shining moment, what they were made for. And I think really that's what we're all longing for in our job and our relationships. And I mean, it sounds to me like you have a lot of those really significant moments, but is there anyone in particular that stands out to you? You think, wow, that was so enjoyable and energizing and it I could see that that really benefited others. Oh man, I have so many. A lot of them a lot of them have to do with helping people again, uh communicating positivity. I I I, I remember I mean heck, one of my favorite memories was a few years ago I was asked by a church to be the keynote speaker at an event. There was 800 women at this event, Barbara. And, um, the church ordered my book, discipling women and gave every woman a copy. Oh, wow. Um, it was a huge seated dinner of a night and she specifically wanted to talk on discipleship. I was like, can this get any better? And, um, I had so much fun dealing with all the details, the books going out. So there's part of my, you know, communication that I've written these ideas down. I got to write an inspiring 
positive talk about um, allowing the Lord to use you during this short time on earth, really, when you compare it to eternity, to get in the boat with another woman um, and help her grow spiritually, to give a care about her life. And uh, so I was able to step up on that stage in front of 800 and share this message. It's only about 25 minutes. And then afterwards, just talking with the ladies afterwards, Lori, that was so inspiring. You know, when I speak, I don't, I don't like to lay guilt on people. Well, you really should be doing this. Well, why haven't you been doing this? You got all this knowledge. Well, what are you doing? You know, what are you spending your time on? Instead, I want to inspire them. I want to motivate them out of kind of excitement instead of what you should have been doing. And they were so thrilled and excited to move forward in helping somebody else. And so absolutely, that was one of my shining moments. And I think what made it wonderful was that my husband got to join me. Um, He's kind of my babysitter, Barbara. Uh So when I'm traveling and speaking and all this, he's home with my boys. Yeah. But that was such a big event, obviously, that we got a babysitter and he got to sit with me, got to see this whole thing. And so it's so fun to have him. I also invited two of my board members and their wives to come. So I kind of had special people in the audience. But more, I I just think about the entire evening and I just said, Lord, this this is what I'm so thankful I'm, I'm getting to do. I'm getting to use the different strengths you've given me to help and inspire others. And that was such an, a magnificent night. Wow. That's, that's awesome. Well, I think of even, um, I think I mentioned this to you just, I mean, I've seen many moments when you have spoken and inspired me over the years at different conferences or even, even just little announcements. But I think especially at, one of our conferences at Pine Cove with all the other staff in our region. And we were hearing from one of the staff that was um, working on raising his funds to be in San Antonio to help mobilize other staff to reach people in the, in the region. And, and it was kind of a little low time in his MPD Mm -hmm. partner development time. And you, I don't, I don't, I think because I was sitting at the table, I saw you give a note to the leader of the meeting and say, can I have five minutes? And you mm-hmm. jumped on that stage and with your activator and your woo and your belief and your communication, you're like, y'all, we want to get him on the field so he can do his job and we have the resources to help him. And it was, I mean, you had everyone in the audience in tears and it was amazing to me just to just to see, I mean, I've been, we've been to a lot of conferences, but just the spontaneity of you saying, I have something to say. And that, that's a little unusual. I bet you don't really always do that, but it was so powerful. And I loved, and at the time I knew what your strengths were and I loved seeing them all in action and bless me. And I know every person in the room and that person that helped get on the field because people gave generously it was just amazing. I loved it. Thank you. And that, you're right, that doesn't always happen. When Curtis was sharing about his great vision of what he wanted to do to reach students for Christ, but yet he was hamstringed by not having enough funding to actually start his vision, that fire began to burn in my heart that actually there's an easy solution to this. If everybody in this room would just give $5 monthly, like he would be done. Like yeah. it, it really wasn't hard. And I asked at that moment, can I, can I say something, you know? 
And you got to understand, I at when I first asked, the answer was like, what? Because, you know, program people, they've got their meeting set. I a lot of those meetings. I yes. know. I understand. You know, and here's this girl randomly wanting to kind of, you know, jump into this and, and take over. And, um, and so they were a little hesitant at first. And I was like, no, I, th- this would be simple. Like in my brain, it was just so, just give me a yeah. few minutes. Yes. And they said, well, we, we can, uh, can we just get back to you? And I was like, okay. Um, and so I do think uh, as a communicator, you got to weigh a lot of things because I could have jumped up at that moment and it would have been no big deal. But I also needed to understand there is a bigger picture than just what I want to do. And so they came back to me and they said, okay, can you do what you want to do today, tomorrow? And I was like, sure. And so I just kind of submitted to that authority and realized that there's, there's other things going on. So nonetheless, they gave me permission. And the night that you saw me jump up was actually, you know, the day after I wanted to. Oh, I didn't know that. Well, it was still, it was still amazing. Like whatever day it was. And you know what? I tell you what, Barbara, the time that it had, I was able to collect my thoughts. Now a communicator can wing it. They Mm -hmm. can. But when you are given a little bit of extra time, you can actually do better, right? I mean, you can prepare, you can think about what you're going to say. And so I'm fine with that. And you know what? The end result was all the support was raised and he did get to start his vision. But there truly was a, a part of me that saw it very clearly. And I'm glad that the leaders allowed me to move forward because it it, you know, he was able to get to campus and people were reached for Christ. Yeah. I love that. I have a, um, a little card here in my room that it says, um, perhaps you were made for a moment just like this. Like, and I think that was like one of those moments for you probably. And I think I imagine that you've probably written like your personal mission statement because I can tell you're that kind of person. But mm-hmm. um, how do you feel like as you even think distinctly about that? And we kind of referred to it a little bit, but how has your um, have you seen like your talents and strengths help you in accomplishing what your personal mission statement is? Absolutely. I made um, a life mission statement years ago, and it's pretty simple, but it's funny. I made it before I knew Uh, these strengths, but you'll see there's a telltale word in there (laughs) Mm -hmm. that will really tip its head to this. But my personal mission statement is to fall deeper in love with God and tell others about him. And that's uh, every decision I make, I think, is this going to help me grow closer to the Lord or further? Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes you say yes to something really good, but it takes your time away from God. Uh-huh. So not everything, even if it's a good thing, even if it's a ministry thing, will lend to you falling deeper in love with Jesus. So, you know, fall deeper in love with Christ. And what's the word? Tell others about him. And so I think, I mean, telling is my communication. I, I want to use my mouth. And of course, I now use my pen and my fingers as I type to tell other people about him. So I know that there's other mission statements that are much more elaborate and they got all these points underneath it and all this, but that one has actually served me well. Cause when I did a study on life mission statements and I boiled it all down, that was actually everything pointed to those two things, wanting to grow deeper in my relationship with God and wanting to use my skills of telling mm-hmm. to others. And so it has served me well. Um, 
when I, when I think about that life mission statement and putting it into action, because I actually put that into action every day. Yeah. That's so awesome. Well, Lori, some of the people listening might just be brand new to strength finders and maybe they don't even know what these top 34 talents could be. And, um, as they've been listening a little bit about your talent of communication, what would be, um, just something, some advice that you might give them to help them understand or appreciate this talent. Maybe they have, they might have it or know someone that does have it and want to understand more about it. I think, um, absolutely. I, I have some advice to give on the positive side and the negative side. Mm-hmm. Um, the positive side, if you are a person that has this as your strength, let it be known. Let the people around you, like your directors, your bosses, your direct reports, let them know, like, this really is a strength of mine because I would love for them. And if you work with somebody that's a communicator uh, or has this, let them, let them shine here because what's going to happen is an idea that could be by somebody else said in a very dry matter of fact way, they can pump some passion into it. They can breathe some life into the idea. They can, they can attach some imagery or a story or an illustration that's going to get people on board with the idea. So let them have it. Let them, let them be trusted with it. Um, Somebody that has the a skill of communication wants typically to communicate clearly. So this person's going to be concise. So a person with the communication talent is going to be concise. They're going to naturally cover all the bases. They're going to speak with inspiration. So if you're, so if you need to get people on board with something, the communicator pretty much needs to be the one to share it. Even if they're not the boss or the director, let them have the floor. Or when it comes to writing, let them type it out. It's funny. I will get an email from somebody and I will know this person's not a communicator <laughs> because I'm like, well, they didn't put the day. They forgot to put the time. They, they, they didn't put why I need to attend this. They didn't inspire me to make time for this. Yeah. And, and it's fun because when I send an email, I mean, <laughs> all the communicators are going to laugh when I say this. We laboriously go over line by line. Have I included everything? Is it clear? Do I need to explain anything else? We might even get somebody else to double check it because we're so concerned with things getting out clearly, correctly, concisely in an inspirational way. So that's, that's kind of where it shows up on that end. But I will tell you, here's my advice. And that is listen to people's feedback about your strength, because sometimes we're going too far. Let me give you an example. When I was a uh, director in the uh, ministry partner development realm, that meant that I had to help people raise their support. So they had to call me or I would call them for an hour and I'd say, okay, so how many people did you ask to give you money this month. Basically, I'm boiling it down to uh, your listeners that may not be familiar with this fundraising piece. And they'd say, well, I talked to 10 people. Okay. How many of those people actually gave? Well, five of them gave. Well, how much money did they give? Well, you know, two gave a hundred dollars a month, whatever. So I'm having conversations over the phone about money and I'm having to give them advice on what to do next week and how to improve and how to get more money in. Okay. Here's the issue. Barbara, I was evaluated by my director at the time, 
and he compiled all this evaluation, people above me, people under me, people around me. We call this a 360 evaluation. And the feedback was kind of harsh. I mean, people were saying when Lori speaks to me, it's like she's backing me into a corner. When Lori speaks to me, I don't feel like I can disagree with her or I'm allowed to disagree with her. When Lori speaks, it's as if she's telling me what to do, not necessarily engaging me. Now, when I heard this, it broke my heart because I'm like, that's like totally the opposite of who I am. Oh. I'm not trying to back somebody into a corner. I'm trying to help them. I'm a missionary. I'm raising my own funding for this. So instead of kind of taking it personally, I should say, even though I kind of did, I realized that it, a lot of it has to do with our subject matter. I'm talking about money. I mean, that's kind of sensitive, don't you think? <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yes. And as you can tell by my voice already, When I'm just communicating, I come across very strong, right? Mm -hmm. I don't mean to. I'm not trying to back somebody into a corner, but my voice is, I think, a little deeper for a woman. I speak quickly. Uh, I am clear, concise. Did you understand that? Do you need me to explain it for another 10 minutes? (laughs) Uh And, And they felt like, I don't think I can even disagree with her. My passion, my voice was coming across as very authoritative. And I had to make an adjustment. And the adjustment I made was no longer to talk on the phone. I subscribed, paid extra money for a go-to-meeting subscription. Of course, now it would have been Zoom. And every, quote, appointment I had from that moment on was face-to-face over the computer. Oh, now we can see that when Lori's talking very passionately, she's actually smiling as she does it. She's using her hands. She's giggling. I don't feel like her voice is just pushing me into a corner like a bulldog. I can see her face. I see her mannerisms. I see how she's sitting in her seat. I see her taking a drink of her protein shake, uh, sipping her coffee. She's a normal person. So when it comes to communication, we really need to listen to the feedback. We literally need to say, how am I coming across to you? Now, people would want to have a phone call with me. Oh, Lori, can we just talk on the, on the phone in the car? You know, my answer was no, because I've gotten the feedback. I know that you won't receive me very well if you can't see my face. That's really why. And, and I just... I just knew that they won't get the most mileage and the most help of my positivity and my communication if it's one way, if it's only the phone, they've got to see my face. And it totally changed things. I literally, from the 360 um, evaluations I got from that point on, that feedback was not there. They were like, Lori's in my corner. Lori's so fun to talk to. I feel encouraged to raise my support because just the voice can be not enough as a communicator. So that's my advice to your listeners is ask for feedback. How am I coming across? And maybe it's even in meetings. Maybe the way you're coming across, maybe there's something distracting in your communication. You're doing something with your face that that is confusing to people. It's not lining up with your voice. Maybe it's something with your mannerisms that's distracting. Ask for the feedback because it'll help you be an even sharper, better communicator. 
Yeah, that's so good. That's really good. Well, I can tell that you've put a lot of effort and energy into to developing your strength of communication and your other ones too. I know we didn't have time to really talk about those, but I love how you've really given attention to and been eager to make your communication strength more valuable and more useful. And it's really encouraging. Well, one last question I have is um, what has brought you joy lately or put a smile on your face? Oh my goodness. I will tell you my, Oh, I, I feel like I'm tearing up on this. My seventh grade son had to write a speech and I was like, yes, this is my moment. Oh. You know, he had to write a speech on his hobbies. So he wrote out and he was going to have to give it to his entire class, of course, on zoom because of COVID. And he came to me and he said, mommy, can I practice my speech with you? Now you got to understand. You studied, you paid money to study about all that. Yes, yes. And, 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 uh, you know, my son is, um, he's really good at math, but that's not an area I can engage with him in Barbara because I'm not good at math. Okay. And, um, my husband is the math person, anything dealing with math, my son goes to my husband. So when he had to write his first speech and it had to be just a minute and a half, he wrote it. He gave it to me and because uh, we were practicing it and I was able to help him, Barbara. I helped him have like a hook, like instead of just saying, my name's Josh, my hobby is Rubik's Cubes, which that is his hobby. He was able to say, I explained to him what a hook is. What would be a better introduction? What if we talked about him at one of his Rubik's Cubes tournaments? He's, so he started his talk by saying, my fingers were flying. The sweat was pouring. I had 50 seconds to finish the Rubik's Cube. Would I make it in time? And then he said, you know, hi, my name is Josh. And then I helped him pull that back into his conclusion. Talked about that thesis statement, you know, writing the talk. We actually practiced it on Zoom. Him on his computer and me on mine. I said, okay, you need to slow down. You look into the camera. Oh my goodness, it was my shining moment. I'm getting to pass on all these years and help my son succeed. And of course, he made an A, he made a great grade. And and I said, Josh, I need you to understand. You had to speak for a minute and a half. And he said, oh, it felt like forever, mommy. And I said, son, my typical talk is 40 minutes. Think about how much time your mommy puts in to one talk. And he goes, I can't believe it. And I said, I do this for a living, Josh. I write talks for a living. And he got it. He was like, I can't believe this is what you do. And I'm like, yes. And oh, so there was, so great. Just, yes, it was a shining moment, Barbara, because I was able to help him, but he was able to understand what his mom does up until that point. I don't think he got it. <laughs> what do you do all day, mom? You know, I'm busy, but he didn't understand. And so that was a shining moment. We got to have that kind of bonding experience. And this little guy now understands that writing a talk is no easy task. Right. I love that. Oh, Lori, thank you so much. I appreciate every word that you've shared today. And I know this is just going to bless our listeners and people that, that wonder about their talents and particularly the communication talent. And this has been such a treat. So I appreciate it so much. Tell us again one more time if people want to get in touch with you and learn more about your books or your speaking opportunities, how they can get in touch with you. 
Absolutely. And thank you for having me as well. I just enjoy sharing this. And Barbara, really thank you for the time that you invested in me and others on our team so that we could know, learn, grow, and inspire others. So I just, a huge shout out to you and uh, this podcast that you're doing that's going to help people. Um, Again, my website is lorijoinerministries.org. And you can find me there. You can contact me there if you would like to have me come speak uh, an event or just to look at some of my books you can purchase in my store there. Also, you can read some of my magazine uh, articles and blog posts. So lorijoinerministries.org. Thank you so much, Lori. Hope you have a great rest of the day. This has been just a delight. So thank you so much. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thank you so much for listening today. I hope this time has given you hope and encouragement about how amazing you are or helped you understand someone you know or work with or love. If you're curious about your top five strengths, you can take the assessment at cliftonstrengths.com. If this episode's been helpful to you, please leave a review, share the podcast with a friend, or subscribe to Embrace Your Strengths podcast. You can find more information at barbaracolwell.com. I sure look forward to our next time together. Take care.